Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Eat Nation, listen up. If you love drafting your fantasy team, imagine drafting a real professional team. The fan-controlled football league is bringing actual fantasy sports and Madden franchise modes to a real football field. Fans are going to be able to scout players, draft rosters, hire coaches, call plays, all that and more. Yep, the FCFL will feature eight professional teams playing seven-on-seven, fast-paced indoor football in a high-tech production studio built just for the digital audience. This is a next generation of fantasy football where fans get rewarded for dominating through the league's proprietary fan token. To learn more about the fan token and the FCFL, you guys need to go visit fcfl.io for more information. Chapter. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, otherwise known as Eat Sleep Football, a fantasy football podcast. Nobody's going to understand that reference. Nope. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me as always on this pod is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Yeah, uh, Eat Sleep Football, uh, as we're called. Um, Our writer, John Chapman, was on a radio station doing a competition for analysts analyzing the upcoming draft, and the radio show host said our name wrong like 50 times. Like, great, great chance to plug everything, and just totally bombed on the name every single time. Every single time. Yep. Oh, we got John Chapman, writer for Eat Sleep Football. EatSleepFootball.com. And (laughs) And we like to make fun of ourselves. But um, that was a weird intro, so I'd like to do it again. Three, two, one. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the 6 o'clock news chopper of fantasy football podcasts. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me, as always, is uh, my trusty sidekick, because he doesn't like for me to say that, Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? God damn it, I'm not his fucking sidekick. <laughs> um. Yeah, the the chopper. I love the the news choppers uh, all the time. Whether it's they're talking about weather or traffic, most of the time it's traffic, right? Uh, unless it unless there's something like a fire. A lot of times they put the chopper in the air for the fire, like a, a warehouse fire or something. They'll hover around it, forest fires, stuff like that. So uh, we do have a surprise. We spent all our money, all our podcasting money on a helicopter for our writer Mikey to give us news from his chopper. So that's coming up. Stay tuned. It's uh, as stupid as it sounds, trust me. 
Um, you know, it came down to, do we want to put all our money into, you know, uh, having inventory, upgrading equipment, paying, paying our writers, uh, boosting our social media. We said, no, 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 screw all that. Let's get, let's rent a helicopter for Mikey. Yep. For a two minute bit. That's great. Uh, by the way, Mikey, not only did he want this highly produced uh, audio of him flying above, well, you'll hear it in a second, but um, he also asked for two shirts. Every single rider gets a t-shirt, and Mikey is the only one that wanted, demanded, not even wanted, he demanded two t-shirts. So yep. I gave it to him. But um, So he de- he's just, he's a diva, I think. I think he's our our diva this year. Everybody has him. And it just so happens to be Mikey this year. You're a diva, Mikey. Do we uh, do a diva scale? Uh, yeah, from oh, I just me had to Mikey. Uh, I don't think you're a zero. <laughs> I don't think you're a zero. Who would be a zero on the diva scale? Like, can you think of a pro athlete that would be a zero on the diva scale? Uh, Eli Manning. Hmm. It seems like Eli Manning probably wouldn't ask for much. Like he might not even have a stool in front of his locker. I'm trying to think about somebody that's just always been there. Okay, okay. As much as I don't like the guy, Frank Gore, got to be really low on the diva scale. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Right. But so Frank Gore, good. really low on the diva scale. Um, Frank Gore probably parks like he doesn't even park in the employee parking lot. He parks outside. <laughs> he has to walk like a mile into the office every day. <laughs> Frank Gore probably gives up his parking space to, like, the maintenance workers because mm-hmm. he feels bad that they have to walk extra. Well, geez, that makes Frank Gore, like, really nice. I wasn't going that far he's not with a it. diva. Well, I was just thinking he just doesn't know any better. He's just been walking to work every day because wow. he doesn't know where to park. What? <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know any better. He doesn't... He doesn't <laughs> He's just like, this is the way it is. Everybody walks as far to work, right, guys? He doesn't realize it's his name on the speech. <laughs> he just thinks it's like an advertisement for the team. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my name. Cool. But it's actually a parking sign that says, for Frank Gore only. <laughs> Can we stop? Anyways. We're never going to be able to talk to that guy. Uh, Frank Gore is never going to talk to us. If you have any hopes at all that Frank Gore will ever talk to us, you can let that go because he's never going to come on our show. But you know who is going to come on our show? Uh, tomorrow, guys, stay tuned. Ray Austin, uh, former NFL player. He's been in like a ton of uh, TV shows from right. like Empire and Chicago Fire. He's in like a reality show. Tell, Anyways. tell the people where you know him from. Not football, not Empire. Where do you know Ray Austin from? 100 Days of Summer. Hundred days of summer. That's where you know him from. You know him from reality TV. <laughs> uh, it's it's a pretty bad reality television show. But anyways, we're going to talk to him. Uh, I listened to some interviews from uh, to him or whatever with him today, just to kind of do my research. And everybody talked about football. I think uh, we can talk to him for twenty minutes about reality TV. I don't know where it's okay. going to go, but stay tuned tomorrow because we're going to talk to him. So that's that. Also. Uh, if you guys are listening to us for the very first time, you might have an, kind of an inkling of what this show is all about. We're going to get to fantasy football in a second, but we like to, we're just a couple guys, we just want to talk about football, have fun, maybe entertain you while we're doing it. 
I hope, a little bit of entertainment. I hope it keeps you busy while you're on the treadmill, you're in the car on the way to your boring job. Or a fun job, I don't know, I guess uh, most people wow. have boring jobs. why are you being Let's so suppose. cruel today? Am I? Yeah, you don't know no. if people's jobs are not fun. Uh, most people's jobs aren't very fun. Listen, they'll, they'll lie you're, to themselves. You're, you're driving on your way to work to Look, your unless awesome you're a pro athlete. <laughs> designated parking space that says Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. You've got your your cool. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't do this. Your job sucks. Probably everybody's job sucks. Let's move on. Yeah. Working sucks. Like, unless you're getting paid a shit ton of money for doing a little bit of work, your job probably sucks. Let's be honest. Are we doing this? Can we just move on? No. That's Are you going to do I a know, daily gripe? Because I have a daily gripe uh, I wanted to All talk right. about. Well, but you were, you well, said it was your negative. segment. You didn't want to let me do the daily gripe. I got a daily gripe. Okay. You could do a daily gripe. <clears throat> What's your daily right. Look, it, Last summer, we started daily gripe, and it was really Dale's daily gripe because I had a lot to groan right. about. Because you uh, hate airplanes and travel and yes. all that stuff. And, and I was traveling makes a lot. Sound really privileged. Yeah, and I hated it. So, uh, Christian, give us a daily gripe. Give us something that we can feel better about our lives. Can I, do we have like any music for Aisle blockers. Oh, jeez. So I'm sitting here trying to do my groceries. Are you sure you want to do this still? I want to get some avocados, and someone is blocking the aisle. Okay. So what do you do? All right. All right. So first, my first go-to move here is I pretend I'm looking at something else. I don't know if other people do this, but I'll give you a few seconds. Five seconds. Ten seconds. That's fine. I'll give you a few seconds to block the aisle. Mm -hmm. All right? Everybody has a right. Okay. It's your right. Okay. After that happens, I drop an excuse me. I don't know if they didn't hear me. I don't know if they just ignored me. I don't know if I looked weird that day, more weird than normal. But the person did not move. Okay. All right? Okay. So now I'm at a crossroads, right? What is wrong with this person okay and i brought this up in the chat and apparently there's a lot of different approaches to aisle blockers yes but ultimately all i want to get out of this segment is be more aware of your fellow human beings when you're in a grocery store a lot of times in iowa doesn't fit two carts or it doesn't fit you know your cart and a burrito okay so just be conscious of it because I shouldn't have to annoy you and say, excuse me, seven times, and then ultimately have to go all the way around the aisle. Listen, uh, saying excuse me is very polite, but I have to um, – I'm not disagreeing with you to make radio, but I do want to bring this point up that it's if, – if I have the right of way, if I'm in an aisle and I'm taking it up, you're just going to have to wait. Like, you don't – I'm having a bad day. My dollar's been whiny all day. Uh I need to look at the cereal, and I need to see what cereal has the lowest calories because when I get home, my wife is probably going to yell at me for getting something too sugary. So if I'm in the middle of the aisle, and I'm reading this stuff, and I'm in my own world, you just have to kind of deal with it. And maybe wow. you did say excuse me, but you know I'm in my own world. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff today. And okay. uh, you can go, either go around me, 
Uh, really? Uh, what I'm saying is this is a burrito problem. Here's a little bit, bit of advice, okay? Okay. If you're in your own world, your cart better be not in the middle of the aisle. You better move that sucker to the side because yeah. I will move your cart. But you didn't move their cart, did you? You, you No, unfortunately, I was in a situation. <laughs> it was weird. I wasn't doing groceries at like Publix or Walmart. I was doing groceries at Target, which I don't normally do. Uh-huh. Um, but I was that day. What? Yeah. You gotta. Um, you know what I've done in the past? You gotta kind of bump them a little bit on accident, quote unquote accident. Oh, that's just weird. No, you bump them. You say, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry." And no, I like, will. Oh. I will move someone's cart. I I do that pretty oh, frequently. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, excuse me, I'm just going through." Yeah, is that, See, uh, you gotta. Is you that gotta okay? be the solution to the problem. You can't expect them to to be a better person. You gotta make a right. solution. Okay. All right. Okay. So just a PSA. That. It was in a weird situation where I couldn't really like move their cart because the aisle was not like a normal aisle. Sure. And then at the same time, you were dealing with a lot of stuff with your dog getting his eye poked out. Yeah. Let's not talk and about this. That... <laughs> I've decided against it. Let's just not talk about my dog, my okay. poor dog. Okay. So uh, drugged up right now. Looks like all the less... people from uh, Ultra Festival this past weekend. <laughs> Before. Um... Ultra Festival is crazy, by the way. I've never been, but it looks nuts. We should get into fantasy football because we're like uh Okay, okay. Let's see our way in. Wait, show. before we do this, I, I'm going to do Dale's Music Box every day, at least okay. at least once a week. But I'm going to try to do it every day where at the end of the show, I'm going to feature somebody that maybe you're not, uh, that you don't know. A lot of times it's going to be hip-hop because that's what I'm into, but yep. sometimes not. I've I found some couple R&B people, a couple rock people, that I will try to mix in there, but if you guys have any maybe independent artists or maybe maybe not even maybe bigger artists that not a lot of people heard of, send them over my way. Contact at Eat Sleep Fantasy, and I'll try to put it in my music box and basically just play a different song every episode. And by the way, every song we do play and every artist, I get their written permission to do so. So it's all legal, right? Which is good. Today, it's all legal that we know of. Yep, so stay tuned at the end of the episode. The outro music will be a song of my choice, you know, just to give, you know, an artist a little bit of a boost if we can. Give him some give right. him some love. Let's ease right. right into the fantasy football, though. Let's, let's get right into the fantasy. You know what episode. I want to talk no, about, uh, and you're, you really don't want me to talk about it, do you? We can do it. Listen, Dale has a story, a football-related story, that he's dying to talk about, and we will... After we get through some of the news. Okay, okay. That's so I feel like I have the these drop. stories that you oh really don't like to talk about. Um, so I think we're going to make this a thing where maybe I just I give you a news story. I think people love it. It's just you that Are you, you know like what, Dale? You want to do news You want to do news segments and instigate me and start getting opinions that you don't want me to say on air? Let's talk. Let's have a little. Uh, let's have a little debate on gun control. <laughs> All right. All right, Dale, without any further ado here, okay, well, let's get right into the fantasy. Like we promised our audience, uh, let's see, let's get our live report from Mikey. Mikey from the Chop, there's Channel 7. Fellas, Chop. I am currently hovering above the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, where it's reported that Cameron Meredith is scheduled to visit with the Saints sometime this week. Could be a very long wait for me, but if he ends up in New Orleans, that is obviously fantastic from a fantasy football standpoint as he does land in one of the greatest offenses in the league. It is also worth noting that he has visited with the Ravens as well as the Colts and he's currently a member of the Chicago Bears. Regardless, 
His ADP is currently in the 13th and 14th round of early MFL 10 best ball league. So no matter where he ends up, you're taking him at that cost. Oh, and I'm currently hearing right now that Jim Ursay is saying that Andrew Luck has turned the corner in rehab. It's currently unclear if he's turned the corner down the same street where they say he's fine and he's not like last year or if he turned down a new street and he's actually trending in the right direction. What we do know is that Jim Ursay is definitely familiar with both rehab and turning the wrong corner as evidenced by his 2014 mugshots. In other news, we're hearing that Bryce Butler is slated to visit with the Bears, Seahawks, Jaguars, and Cardinals. If he ends up with the Jaguars, you're not touching him. But if he ends up with one of those other wide receiver needy teams, he's well worth his current draft cost, which is undrafted. Great best ball late round dart if he is undrafted. Last but not least, fellas, I'm hearing that Drew Stanton is signed with the Cleveland Browns. I do have it on good authority that although he is not a dual-threat quarterback, he is, in fact, very speedy, and Dale has always liked him. Keep an eye on him. That's it for now, guys. Back to your regularly scheduled five-star garbage. Guys? All right. Thanks, All right, Mikey. Mikey. Thank you for that report live from the Channel 7 Chopter. Chop, chopper. Chopter. Oh, God. Fuck, you're going to leave that in. <laughs> All that. All uh, that. <laughs> you call it a chapter. <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. going to clip that in. You fucked it all up. Oh, my goodness. That's why we can't Please make just things. Don't, just don't make a song <laughs> with it. That's all I ask. Uh, yeah, so... Man. Uh, anyways, that uh, that was nice. So let's just get right to the first thing. Cameron Meredith expected to visit the Saints. Pretty interesting development here. I haven't heard much other than that he was visiting with the Saints. Could be very, very interesting if he departs... Chicago, um, opposite. Chicago. I'm sorry. Chicago. Yep. If he departs Chicago, and uh, Chicago could be very good for Drew Brees. It might even help Michael Thomas out a little bit, having having another big body receiver there. Sure. Well, thanks for the analysis. I think it's uh, I I think you care much more about Cameron Meredith than I do. Yeah, I think uh, you he's don't just think a he's any piece good? in an offense. Uh, no, compared to the other pieces that they have in that offense, sure. I mean, I, it 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 does make me. The one thing it does make me do is have a little bit of pause for guys like maybe Alvin Kamara gets a little bit less targets than he did last year, like an absurd amount of targets in the in in the games that he did. You know, really came out, um, and I know that that's the Saints' mo and and. I just think it has a lot to do with Cooks was gone. There really wasn't a second wide receiver option. Um, and so maybe maybe you see a little bit of a change in the offense. Just slight. I don't think it matters a whole lot. Um, Cameron Meredith might have some value in the offense, though. Sure. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. But this is speculation. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Little uh, bit. David Johnson, he's expected to be ready for OTAs. Not a surprise. Ooh. Nope. Listen. David Johnson has a legitimate shot at being the number one overall running back. And anybody sure. who drafts him number one overall, I have no issues with. I think it, I think there's a very valid argument. There's a valid, I mean, obviously for Le'Veon Bell and the other big guys, definitely, you know, you, you can argue any of those top four guys. But I really, right. really like David Johnson. I'm going to be tooting his horn 
uh, for the rest of the offseason for sure. It's not I'm like not worried about the offensive line, Sam Bradford getting hurt. No. Um his his uh injury last year, the offense as a whole sucking. None of those Look, things worry the, you. Game flow offense as a whole can suck as much as I mean, David Johnson, I think, is offense proof. It's not like he's coming off of a gruesome leg injury or ankle or toes or knees. Really? It's he Okay. He has, just has a wrist injury. Okay. I think he'll be just fine. Just it's, hey, he's going to be just as fast as ever. Okay, maybe his I wrist. You're saying just has a wrist injury. Yeah, it's just. A, I mean, it's. Right. Listen, he's going to see over 300 touches, probably even more than that. 350. You know, he's a guy that if he got 400 touches, which is an absurd number for a running back in this day and age, I wouldn't be surprised because he's going to get. You know, <clears throat> he's going to get 60, 65, maybe even 70 catches type of guy. Um, he's going to be heavily, heavily involved in that offense. So if you take him number one overall, I don't fault you for it. Really, you're splitting hairs between those top, you know, four or five running backs. So if that's your guy, fine. I just don't think he is the number one guy, but that's that's okay. Okay. I mean, if, <clears throat> if we're taking odds, right, is Lev Bell that much safer than David Johnson at this point? Is he really? Yeah. That much? I mean, how much more? A little bit. I think they're pretty close. I mean, if you wanted to put them in the same tier, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's like fine. I said, I'm not going to – I won't if debate it's a t- if it's a, a couple If it's a player in the same tier, I'm not going to hate you for it. Like, I'm not sure. – Same here. If you want to push me tier. on this, that's fine. No, I got you. I'm, I, ju- I, I just want to say that I'm Bell, really excited for I would for rather have Bell, but I'm not going to hate you for it. Yeah. Okay? Same here. I'm not going to hate you, Dale. You're going to try to make me hate you, <laughs> and I'm not going to hate you for this particular argument. Right. But I will say, you might hate me for this. Dale, what kind of fruit makes you confused? Oranges. That's easy. Why are you asking me this? What did you just do? What the hell? I've never... Okay, let's move on. Why are you asking me? Why can't you just be normal? Andrew Luck begins throwing uh, NFL Networks. Can we try that again? Can we try that again without you saying that? (laughs) What? Do you you want me to set you up for a joke or something? You asked me a question. I'm going to answer it honestly. Oh, man. Come on. Hey, Dale, what kind of fruit makes you confused? Okay, ask me again. Let's just move ask on. Me. Just I ask me. Ask so me. It's not like we do a radio show or a podcast or anything. Ask me again. No. Let's move Just on. Ask me. Ask Andrew me Luck. Time. Ian Dale. Rappaport is reporting Indianapolis Colts head coach told the press Andrew Luck has begun throwing a football. Did Whoop. we flip roles this episode? Freaking what do. is going on? Am I the guy that you mess with now? I'm not messing with you. Sounded... You said let's talk about Andrew Luck. He's starting to throw the football. Right. Okay. Good for him. Proud of you, Luck. Yeah. Are you... Uh, Your dad's real proud, too. On the worry meter, are you still worried about Luck being available to begin the season? Like, as it stands right now, obviously we can't time travel or, you know, we don't have a magic ball, crystal ball. Whatever We're always it's time traveling. Yeah. It's just it's always forward and at a set rate. <laughs> 
are you excited about this? Does this make you excited or we're still waiting? I'm still waiting. I'm uh, I'm optimistic. I am optimistic. Here, what's the word I'm looking for? Cautiously optimistic. Sure. Is that good? Yeah. Because I think he's gonna have a good season. Yeah. All right. I actually like the signings of Ryan Grant and Eric Ebron to go along with T. Y. Hilton. Hopefully, they bring in a running back in the draft. I like these signings. Okay. But it's all yeah, dependent on whether luck can get them the ball. Yep. Uh, did we ever talk about Eric Ebron and his impact on Jack Doyle? Uh, we talked about Eric Ebron, but not really his impact on Jack Doyle. Um, you do have Dante Moncrief leaving that offense. That's a few touchdowns that are leaving that offense. And But you have the addition of Ryan Grant. You have the mm-hmm. addition of Eric Ebron. Really, I just think it's great for Andrew Luck if he's able to be healthy this year. Right. That's all. <clears throat> I think that offense is going to be tremendous. And if they do end up getting a marquee running back in the draft, right, if if you do end up getting one of these top guys, if you get a, a Barkley, if you get uh, uh, a Geis, or Ju- I, I always feel the need to say his name like Juice, yeah, um, it looks like juice, right? It does look like juice, and anything that looks like juice, I want to pronounce as juice. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you do end up getting one of those guys in your draft, um, if if you're the Colts, I really would love that landing spot, just because I'm a very optimistic, cautiously optimistic that Luck will be himself this year, and I am I'm fond of the weapons. I think Robert Ryan Grant is a talent. I think Eric Ebron as a receiving tight end is still in the upper echelon of the league. Maybe not blocking, but as a receiving tight end, I still think we're thinking too much about, okay, he was a top 10 draft pick, but not looking at it outside of that without those that uh, that bias. If we just look at him as a tight end, he's an elite pass-catching tight end, in my opinion. Sure, sure. Uh, former Miami Dolphin, Ndamukong Sue. Signs with the Rams make makes them a little stronger. That one year, fourteen million dollar deal. Um, there's not a lot of fantasy relevance here, but it is pretty interesting that uh, the Rams definitely they were good before. They're definitely beefing up that defensive line for sure. Yep. Right. Is this news? Yeah, he's no longer. He's no longer Endama Finsu. No, I never called him that. Did you call him that? You never heard that? No. I, I heard that before. But now he's uh, going to the Rams and hoping for a Super Bowl. Wasn't it in Ballers? Didn't he have a restaurant called Sushi or something like that? Um, It was Sukasa. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Sushi is a good one, too. I would have sushi, sushi is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know he's if this more next... like Endamagonsu. Oh, that's good. Odell Beckham threatens to hold out. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network is reporting that the Giants receiver will hold out for a new contract in 2018. Yep. Adam Schefter was reporting that he is talking with the Rams. It's very possible. And actually, this morning, uh, Adam Schefter was saying that he would not be surprised if Odell Beckham moved before the draft, which is pretty surprising. Um. What, I mean, I, I think I said surprising five or six times already. 
Right. This is news um, until it's I not think, news anymore. I think right? it's on. It's on like Indomicong. Oh, that's good. That is good, right? Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yep. You proud of me? Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's good. All right. I'm sorry. Can you repeat the uh, sentence? <laughs> you're just worried about what you're going to say next. I'm just saying it. This is news until it's not news anymore, right? We're going to keep talking about it until a contract is extended. Um. And, and this this comes after. Yes and no. I think there is legitimate, um, noteworthy. I think it's very possible that he does get traded. Man, I am really stuck on finding the right words today, and that is not working out for me. <laughs> um, I think it's very likely that he, that he could get traded. I don't think this is just the Jets, uh, the Giants gesturing, um, and posturing and pretending like they're going to trade him. If they can actually get what they want for him. The New York Giants may actually trade Odell Beckham. If he goes almost anywhere, it's an upgrade, right? Like, as what Eli Manning has done the past year or two, getting a young quarterback, getting better Jared Goff, if we're just talking about the Rams here, it makes it a little interesting because I think he might get a little bit of upgrade. I understand he has a little more competition in the offense with the other receivers. But I, I I think I like it for Adele Beckham Jr. going almost anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, listen, Eli Manning, this is probably his last year. Odell Beckham. Oh, oh, my God. Why do I keep getting stuck on words? Odell Beckham. Stop making fun of me. Odell Beckham mm-hmm. can get a lot in the open trade market. Dave Gettleman, the new Giants GM, is the type of guy who's like, players are going to be my players and they're going to do, we're going to play my style of football. So I can very much see that after everything that has happened with white powdery substance and brown cigarette and all of those things happening this offseason mm-hmm. with Odell Beckham, I can very much see Dave Gettleman wanting to get as much back for him as possible. I can also see them trading out of that second pick, getting yeah. draft stock, and kind of going into full rebuild, rebuild mode and preparing the Giants for the future. Yep. I think it sucks if you're a Giants fan because you do have pieces in place, but your team's not very good right now. I think you can get a lot for Beckham. Yep. Like it kind of makes sense. And if the Odell Beckham does move, like you mentioned, in a lot of places, his fantasy value goes up rather than down. There you go. All right. Next piece of news here. Do you know who Bailey Davis is? No. You shouldn't. Good that, answer. Is that the cheerleader from that story that you want to tell so badly? Bailey Davis is a New Orleans Saints cheerleader. Oh, my God. What is up with you in this story? Okay. She posted a photo of herself in a one-piece outfit. In January. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, her account is private, right? Her Instagram account is private. But still, she posted a photo of herself in a one-piece outfit in January. The Saints officials say that they, she is breaking the rules because cheerleaders are not um, allowed to appear nude, semi-nude, or in lingerie. Okay. Now, this gets kind of interesting. I just the, – the reason why this story is so interesting, one, I think it's absurd that, you know, she can't 
pose in lingerie, like whatever, you know, it is what it is. And if she's a model, say, you know, she should be able to market herself. But looking right. at the rules and I guess the code of conduct is what the New Orleans Saints is saying. It's really, really interesting here. And it really touches on a lot of gender, gender issues here. For one, I, I'm just going to list a couple of things here that they are not allowed to do. And you tell me if it's okay or not. Well, you don't okay. have to tell me anything. I just think it's interesting. That's so, fine. as a cheerleader, you are not allowed to post any pictures or be in any pictures with a Saints cheerleading uniform. That doesn't seem That's like dumb. a huge deal. Why wouldn't deal. you be able to market yourself? But okay, let's move on. Yeah. Next, I guess, maybe. Yeah, that does kind of suck, I, right? I kind because... of get it. It's it's It sucks, but I kind of get that one from the perspective of the team. If you don't want uh, your name to be accidentally um, displayed improperly. But if that is your cheerleader, why not allow them to uh, to market themselves? So I, right. can, I can see that argument either way. But that's sure. the, okay. the least of the things on this list. Go to the yeah. next one. This is kind of crazy. Okay. So cheerleaders are told not to dine in the same restaurant as players. Okay, Ridiculous. that's crazy enough. Or to speak in them in any detail. If a Saints cheerleader enters a restaurant and a player is already there, she must leave. If a cheerleader is in a restaurant and a player arrives afterwards, she must leave. That's crazy. That's, that is crazy. That's a little bit overboard, right? I mean, that seems a little bit outdated. Uh, right. So the biggest thing, and then the last thing I'll end up with, is with all the players in the NFL, and some of them use pseudonyms on social media, right? Not everybody uses their real name. Cheerleaders have to find a way to block every single athlete in the NFL. And if they don't, it basically NFL players can follow her. And if they do, she has to make sure to block them. And if not, it's terms for uh, to uh, get cut. Yep. Fired. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. I, I just want to bring this up just because it, one, it's an interesting case because she's now suing for, um, for discrimination, which, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, if she knows rules beforehand, that's one thing. But at the same time, it's like, man, that's that's a lot of bullshit. Um, it doesn't make it I right. I think either. it's. Listen, <laughs> while I don't agree with this rule, I. I understand where a team might not want to open itself up for, you know, sexual harassment issues or issues between um, employees and in different departments of their organization, basically. Right. Sure. But what you're basically saying is here, you are the female in this situation. And now all the onus of whether or not, um, you know, you are going to have any sort of um, sexual harassment or somebody throwing themselves at you or any sort of um, making our team ba look bad for a player is now placed upon you, the cheerleader, because you are the desirable or, or you know, the physically attractive person, right? So um, it's absurd. It's very outdated. And I'm very mad at you for bringing this article into the show. Okay. The NFL declined to comment about all the claims that... It is ridiculous, and I hope that maybe... Okay, you know what? What? 
I agree. Fine. We should talk about it because it is a, it is definitely a well, we unnecessary a discrimination. What? Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But now I'm no longer mad at you. Because it's good. You know what? Well, let's put the word out there because it is, um, it's absurd to have two very different exactly. gender related rules yeah. here. Yeah. It's been a pretty light news show. I'm sorry, guys. It's March 27th. For Dale DeMott, my name's Christian Brito. Stay tuned for Dale's music shit thing. Looking in the mirror like feeling like a million bucks, man. Playing those fucking games Watch my movement like body cameras Killing shit, check body counts Walk around like nobody matters Always grinding like the coffee house I'm working on cracking the code Dodging the holes in the road Anything goes 365 days in a year 24 hours, I'm open to close If we be speaking about commas Then hit me manana I got you, I'm ready to ride Sitting a whip up and ready to die But you bet your ass I ain't ready to die I've been at home saving pennies and dimes Your shit could've cut with machetes and knives Cut Fuck all that acting, but I made it happen, got plenty of lines I got the magic like Penny and Prime Get me some Heineken's handy, I'm fine Don't wanna come off entitled, but that shit is vital when I show up every time Cause I'm no one calling the shots, guess who be running the show? Fuck with me though, making me turn to the bad guy Throw on the gold and I'm Razor Ramon How many plays do we on? How many days till I kick it with Sway in the morn? Telling my girl I'm about to be rich She hit me back like what's taking so long I'm no one calling the shots, guess who be running the show? Fuck with me though, making me feel like the bad guy Go on the gold and I'm Razor Ramon How many plays till we on? How many days till I kick it with Sway in the morn? Telling my girl I'm about to be rich She hit me back like what's taking so long Wanna touch shit, go figure Acting all tough ain't hard on Twitter Cause we all know that in real life You a pussy like Chucky Finster Now you ain't gotta waste my time Come to the cribs to drink my wine If you want that shit then you ain't my kind I break bread with the same ones I Been at it with had it with all of these bitches Who dickin' that they could finesse me Fuck that promoter that robbed me and cheeky Way back in the day man that shit still upset me Hope that you needed that $300 Now I have been busy with meetings and offers Don't cut the check till I meet with my lawyers Came with my Dogs like the Hoyas, boys, 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 god damn it, we the came up. Coin star machines could've changed us. Look at what I did, I'm dangerous. And now all the show money give me paper, cause I got more flow, so dope. All the way up, going coast to coast. And I ain't letting anybody kill the high. I'ma live a life till I overdose, cause I'm no one calling the shots. Guess who be running the show? Fuck with me though, making me feel like the bad guy. Calling the shots, guess who be running the show? Fuck with me though, making me feel like the bad guy.
outcome of this. You know who would it would make me worry? Not that it really matters too much, because Drew Brees is going to his top wide receiver and his second wide receiver and his third wide receiver. Like the target percentages aren't going to be as big as uh, the number one wide receiver and the number three wide receiver for another team. Um, but it does make me worry a little bit for for I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, never mind. I'm just being paranoid. But um, let, let's move on. I, I don't even want to say the opinion anymore. No, I. Uh, we need to cut here. 